You are now, 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 listening, listening to the Mostly Sober, Mostly Sober, Mostly Sober. We interrupt your regularly scheduled programming to inform you that for the remainder of this month, all October, there will be tales of scary things, spooky monsters, and horrific, horrific happenings. Things that may go bump in the night, things that'll give you a fright. We will see what comes in store when Josh Harvey is here and tells us all his scary little stories. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ominous October. What's up, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Mostly Sober Podcast. I'm Travis O'Neill, and alongside me, as always, my good pal, great friend, awesome buddy, Zach. You, Hoss. Hello. Hey, and of course, the man, the myth, the legend, the conspiracy theory expert, Josh Harvey is here today. Hiya. Hiya. How's everyone doing? I'm okay. Good. Yeah, good. Shit. Good. Good. I do want to get this out of the way early because we talked about it on social media today, me and you both. Uh, the Ominous October line is available until November 1st and it's fucking gone for good. Get your ass to shopmostosober.com. Get a beanie, a hoodie, or a t-shirt. The orange hoodie's dope. I think it's becoming my favorite. Might have to get one. I'm rocking my my uh, my premium hoodie right now. I love it. Love it to death. Shopmostysober.com. Get yourself some swag. And also, go fucking comment on some fucking streaming services so we can read it to our fans. Yeah. It'll yeah. be fun. Yeah. Let us know how you're liking your spoopy season. Yay! Dude, I, um, I didn't really have an eventful week at all. How but, you mean? We went to Fright Farm. No, like, week so far, I guess. Yeah, this weekend was fun. This past weekend, we all went to Fright Farm. What, what, um... Bro, I got, I was, I got drunk at the house. Or, like, I didn't realize how drunk I was until I started singing for the, the cover band. <laughs> oh, yeah. When you, when you went up, it was like, <laughs> yeah, I was up there by myself with, like, <laughs> no other people around. Just singing to them guys. Dude, that was great. It's like, play CKY! I did not say it. You just wore a CKY shirt there. Yep. And they were like, Banadante. You were like, yeah! Dude, I got so fucking pumped, you have no idea. I bet you had a chub. I thought they were doing it. I thought they were doing it. Because you guys were far away. Yeah. What was your impressions when you heard it? I want to hear it. Were you shocked? What, of of the band? Yeah. When they played it? Yeah. I was like, oh, no shit. (laughs) 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 And then then they stopped, and they played Sweet Child of Mine instead. Which was an okay See You Later song. But what do you guys think of the overall experience of Fright Farm? I thought the in, the aesthetics was real good. Everything looked good, but there wasn't enough actors. I wasn't. That's my thing. It looked phenomenal, and it was, it was great. Fucking way short on actors. Yeah, yeah. There was like six, like total inside. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that's really an exaggeration at all, dude. I was rounding corners like this is gonna be a great place for someone. Yeah, to be because here. like the props are real good and it have you on edge, Just, and you're thinking for sure someone was gonna about to jump out or yeah. do something. Yeah, I, I took it upon myself to do it because I did it to you. <laughs> yeah, you did. Zach's <laughs> <laughs> like, I know, how, I know where to hide here. I know this room, dude. I, I like. There were so many times where I was distracted by the props that were around, like, and then I'm like, oh my god, there's probably someone. Oh, there's not. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. catch myself trying to... Well, like, because it was, like, no one was jumping out, at one point, we were moving so fast, and we were, like, me and Jim were, like, let's just wait up so we're not, like, right behind everyone and already know there's not anybody about to jump out. Right. You know what I mean? 
at least like when we were like just like the two of us walking through there like creeping i was getting real fucking creeped out because i thought for sure someone was about to get us bad yeah yeah dude i don't know i got i probably got got real good twice out of the whole run and that was it big fat zero me damn uh yeah i never really never got got i I probably jumped maybe a little bit once but like nothing nothing bad nothing like i expected yeah me neither the hayride was cool Man. I was I, impressed with the hayride. I, I really was, especially that like barn thing that yeah. you went in, and the like, music that was started dope. playing. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be killer!" And like I said, that like it was that the setup was killer, but like everybody else, fucking labor shortage, dude. Yeah, that, that, yeah, it's probably. I'm what sure it was. they can't. I'm sure they have trouble. Everyone is having trouble hiring people. Yeah, but with them ticket prices, bro, they definitely shouldn't have trouble paying people. <laughs> That's true, but. <laughs> Shit, man. Places are paying like $15 an hour can't get people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, man. Even signing bonuses. Sheets giving you like a $1,000 signing bonus. Right. Like you're fucking a draft pick. Yeah. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. Shit's nuts, man. wonder if Regal can trade me. (laughs) (laughs) Get on waivers. Yeah. Oh, Zach's a free agent now, guys. Oh, shit. Let's call it unemployed. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I I'm, a free, I'm a free agent right now. I'm hoping someone picks me up. <laughs> I uh, I really enjoyed all the fucking metal they had playing. Mm. I was stoked about it. Like when fucking Sweet Home Alabama turned into a fucking Chelsea Grin song. I was like, holy shit! Yeah, that was I was on the hayride. Yeah, it yeah. was in the born. Yeah, one of them. There was like two borns you went into. The one just like shot fire. Yeah, I was expecting people again. Super, super hot fire. Yeah. I don't know, pretty good. I, I had a good time, though. Yeah, that little fire show was weird. I was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Ooh! Ooh! <laughs> like, I at least would have thought Kane would have came out. Yeah, at least. Or Freddy. Freddy wasn't even there. Neither was Jason Mm-mm. or Michael. Mm-mm. Nope. And they all normally are there. There was no chainsaws, either. Yeah, there was. Yeah, Where? there was. There, there was a couple. Uh, There's a good bit of chainsaws. Two. Oh, no, there was, there was two inside the barn. And there was a couple in the barn, yeah. Oh, wow. I don't remember at all. Yeah. There was chainsaws in the barn where and, they played metal. And there was like a meat shed somewhere that I walked through and a dude had a chainsaw. Yeah, dude had a chainsaw and a dude in a clown mask ran up behind us with a chainsaw because Jen recognized him because he works he works for her. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Huh, that's great. He like said her name. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Zach used to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See? Fuck. Man. I missed it. I missed it. Yeah, I know. Well, you should have showed up. Fuck. They needed people. He's doing laps again. We have a stink bug in a studio that's walking along these LED lights. And it's probably like a, I don't know, maybe like a 16 to 20 foot strand of LED lights. And it runs from one end to the other and turns around and comes back. He's on doing laps. Harv called a rainbow road for him. It's like the Usain Bolt of stink bugs. Loving it. Oh, speaking of rainbow road, I, uh, I bought Emily a, a switch for our anniversary. Nice. So we're going to be having Mario Days. Does she know already? Yeah. Okay. She has it. We played. I kicked her ass in Mario Party. And I thought you had a Switch. She had the Switch Lite, but you couldn't play on the TV. And she oh. Wanted... She wanted a Switch Switch. Yeah. Dude, I'm down for Mario Party Days. But you so know fun. I got a Switch, dog. Do you? Yeah, I got a Switch. I didn't know that. We yeah, should man. have. You could have been bringing it over. We can fucking download Among Us on there. I already oh, got my. it. Oh, it's over. Jim plays it, too. It's dope. What if I get, is it cross platform? Yeah. Among Us? Yeah, you could play like we can lob, you can get be, get on your phone and we could be on the switches and you could lop in the 
go in the Is same it for lobby. PC yet? Oh, this is for PC first. Oh. Dude, I should get it. Can you, we can all get on Discord. Do switches have mics? You can get on Discord, Zach. I don't think. I can't hear good on that. Well, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Are. Switches have mics. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I never, I've never used it, so I didn't know, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty damn positive. You would think. Is it free online? No, you gotta pay for it. Twenty bucks a year. Yeah. Oh, it's cheap as shit. Plus, well. bro, did you have it? Yeah. Did you know you can go and play like every fucking Game Boy game with that? Yes. That's gnarly. Yep. Every fucking Game Boy game ever made. That's almost. nice. And you can buy the uh, packs for the regular NES and Super Nintendo and shit, and they're like almost nothing. Really? Yeah. Switches aren't that bad. What are they, like, 300 bucks? Brand new 300 bucks. I paid 280 at the exchange. Oh, that's not bad. The exchange is pretty reputable. So. Yeah, because I went and I, I sold my Star Wars guys. Oh, did you? Yeah. Kind of put a little little hurting on me. Yeah. Yo, Mar- <laughs> Mario Golf is the shit. Yeah, she was talking about getting that one, too. Mario Golf so fun. That sounds cool. Guess how much I got for them six figures? 2300 bucks. 1100 Oh. I wanted 15 I overshot big time. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I paid for three Penguins tickets, and I bought Emily Switch. So There you go. Fuck yeah. Probably some dog food. No, it was her week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's our week for dog food, man. Damn. I uh, had something to tell you, but I fucking forgot. Oh, I know what it was. Somebody broke into the game vault. I've seen that. Oof. Fucking crazy. Leaving blood uh, everywhere. Yeah. Dude, they broke in. This is a funny. It's a funny story. Shout out game vault. Um, the owner, Bill, who was on the show, posted about the story. And obviously, he's got cameras everywhere because there's collectibles in there. Dude broke in through um, like a glass window and the alarm went off, of course. He goes in there, he stole, um, like, so many PS4 games or five games. No, PS4 games. And they were worth, like, ten bucks a piece. Like, seven Snickers. And, like, I, there was, like, something else that was, like, insignificant. And the alarm went off, so it freaked him out. So instead of going out of the door, the dumbass went through the window he just broke to go out. And he oh cut his arm, God. and there was blood fucking everywhere. Like, the whole, the, the, like, the windows, all the Snicker bars, they found all the shit. And it was just covered in blood. Like, they don't know where the fuck this guy's at. Oh, my God. What an idiot. Dumbass. Welcome to Fayette County, Pennsylvania. Yeah, and he left his 10-speed pedal bike here. Yeah, because he couldn't <laughs> he, he, he couldn't ride and carry the shit at the same time. It didn't go according to plan. Definitely not. He was probably in too high of a gear, couldn't pedal. Because of his <laughs> cut leg he, he did whenever he fucking went through. What an idiot. You get inside and go back out the fucking window you came in. Big tart. Yeah, dummy. Wow. Dumb, dumb, dumb. What's not dumb is the wonderful grooming products that Manscaped has to offer. We have some new products coming down the line, which is going to be super dope for these guys. And I can't tell you what they are, but they're, they're, they're coming. They're going to be awesome. They're going to be perfect to add to your toiletry collection. Um, you guys can visit Manscaped.com. Use coupon code MOSTLYSOBER to save yourself 20% and get free shipping. I recommend the body wash. Shit's fire. Harv tried some out. So did Zach. What did you think of the body wash? It's, it's a bomb. It's, right? it's great. It really Did it is. make you feel? It, it made me feel a little bit more manly. Yeah. yeah. Just walked out like, you know what? I, I, it's like a cool, like, aluminum bottle, too. Yeah. Which is super sick. I got a big dent in mine. Me, too. <laughs> me, me too. Me, too. I dropped it on my cock. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> it was laying on the floor of the, bat, of the shower. And Freshly the shaven, I'm sure. Well, not like the head of my dick. I didn't shave the head. I don't have oh, hair there. Uh, that's what hit? 
That's yeah, the, the head um, of my dick was resting gently on the fucking shower floor. Yeah. And I dropped the bottle on it. Damn. It the bottle. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you dropped your cock on it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, aluminum bottle. Get yourself some products. Use coupon code MOSESOBER to save 20% and get free shipping at manscaped.com. This MOSESOBER beer chug is for you. Cheers. Watch your fucking arm. Damn. Whoa, you got singed, dog. I got singed, dog. Okay, let's drink. Yeah, you're lucky I saw it. You almost caught fire. You did. <sighs> Damn, yeah, just put your hand right over it like it was nothing. Forgot I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> forgot I was there. Forgot I was there. Damn. That is a super L. Damn, I thought you were a fucking S- witch or something, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that is an SLF if I ever seen one. SLF? Yeah. Super long flame. <laughs> it is. See them two testicles in there? <laughs> Super long flame. Yeah, look at that's it, bro. How, that's my rap name if I ever rap. My fucking SLF. Super long flame. No, that's like a name of a freestyle. Yeah, my rap name is Salamander Ass, motherfucker. <laughs> it is! <laughs> That's great. What a throwback. S-A-M-F, huh? <laughs> yeah. Sam. Call me Sam. Sam. Call me Sam for short. Trav, did you play the uh, the haunting event yet? No, but I do have it downloaded. I downloaded it last night because I saw everyone talking about it. I watched the Penguins game, and um, I just decided to download it, but I do want to check it out. How is it, guys? It's fun. Call of Duty Warzone haunting event. Is it nighttime yet? They let, me, they let us down a little bit. Just, yeah. Uh, well, kind of bigly. I would say they really let us down. Yeah, bigly. It's it's still fun, but it ain't like it was. They did such a good job, surprisingly, last year, and the only well, there's only one Halloween event. It's not yeah, on. If you go play regular Battle Royal, it's daytime, same map. Yeah, nothing's different on a regular. Warzone. You think you're gonna change it? No, I'd fucking hope so. I don't think so. They still have the zombie thing. Ghosts. It's ghosts instead of zombies now. It's basically the same thing. Okay. But and that's that's a nighttime app? Yeah. Okay, but that's the only one that's a nighttime app. It's sort of nighttime. It's not as nighttime. Like, the, the indoors aren't... Remember how last year... Like Dark. You, you would go inside, but it was real bright on the inside. Yeah. So, like, if someone was in a house, you'd see them, like, standing in a light. Those yeah. lights aren't there. It's actually, like, darker than usual inside house. That sucks. I think... And, dude... And the, it's, not so, it's not so much nighttime as it is just, like, really kind of dark, but really foggy. See, I don't... Hey man, I liked it before. The like the the dark, the ambience before was perfect. Like my issue with it is not the 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 lighting. The lighting, although the inside is really dark. Now there's like there's like areas, like bases basically around the map that are lit up, and if you go inside of them, the ghosts can't get you. Yes, they can. How? Uh, they have to attack the circle. More than one has to attack the circle, and it breaks. Oh, no shit. Well, no one seemed to know that last night. Yeah, I seen it on TikTok today. But it's a, it's a circle, and if, when you're inside of it, they seem like we thought they couldn't get in. Um, so it's like a safe zone. Like safe zone. But as soon as the circle reaches that safe zone, it breaks. And oh. you got to get to another one. But Zach just discovered a way to break it without that happening. Apparently, yeah. Okay. 
That um, doesn't sound bad. Is there, is there like a um, like a reward set up for it? Like there was last year yeah. where you get certain things. Yeah, yeah, if you get all of, all the unlocks, you get a new SMG. Okay, so it's it's still like go to this area, find this shit, sort of like trick or treat, yeah. like trick or treat was. Uh, not no, no, you no, don't no, get no. From it's not char. It's nothing. Nothing's in boxes. Oh, that sucks. You got to answer phones. You got to kill so many people. You got to kill so many ghosts. Things in like that. certain areas. Yeah. Uh, kind of. Not even really. I don't think. Really? No. Man, that is a letdown. Um, also, you that have shit a, was fun. You have a fear meter now. When you're inside those circles, your fear meter will slowly drop. But what, the higher your fear meter is, your dude starts like hallucinating. Like your heartbeat will get up. You'll and see like, ghosts so, and no, shit. No, like a whole thing will come up on your screen. Like a jump scare type thing or spiders will crawl across it or some shit. Yeah, I had my mini-map break yesterday. Oh, fuck. Yeah, your whole mini-map will start shaking. Oh, that's kind of cool. Your view will like zoom in like you're scared and then like zoom back Like tunneling out. a little bit. Yeah. That's cool. It, it's kind of cool. Until you're in the middle of a fucking firefight and like a flaming skull shoots over your screen, you can't see shit for like ten seconds. <laughs> you're like fucking proning, and then you're like so pissed off. And, and like the end game is is fucked up because by the end, so many people are dying as the circle shrinks that you end up with like no joke, like four living operators and like twenty five ghosts. That's fucked. So everyone's just scrambling like crazy. Like the end game's so frustrating, and it's probably just by chance. Like who wins? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it, yeah. it's a clusterfuck. What was the best we did yesterday? Third. Yeah. In in the the, the goat. The goat. Halloween, we but one. it's only one version. It's only trios. Nothing else. Trios only. Every other game mode's the same. It's always been. Now, from what I remember before, they did like rotate some stuff. Like they introduced night mode yeah, they, in I Warzone would... later last, last no, year. No, no. I was don't there think right so. From the I think it was right from the gate. Man, I feel like it was like later and on. And you could still do the charms and boxes and stuff in regular Warzone. Yeah. That, none of that's there. That sucks. Yeah. They might change it. Yeah, I was highly disappointed when we played the regular one. Yeah. It wasn't nighttime. Me too. Would have to wait till I mean next Tuesday would probably be this either this weekend or next Tuesday would be the answer if it's going to change. Tuesday's normally update day, so I guess we'll see. I'm interested to try it out though. I mean, it is fun, and it, especially just as a change of pace. But right, yeah, it sucks. It's restricting it. Like I hope they open it up to at least quads also. Yeah, that would be cool. That way we can get everybody in Although there that'd time. just be even more mayhem with the ghost, dude. At <laughs> the end, yeah. And, well, uh, if if I die, if you die, you become a ghost? Is that yeah. how it works now? Yeah. And then so, you got you got to kill and take, like, these essences from three people. Or you can perform one finishing move on a person. Okay. And you get to be brought back as an officer. And you come back. How do they kill you? Shoot you. Oh, okay. So there's no there's no um, gulag then it's just straight the ghost yeah yeah okay but you can help your teammates out uh-huh. if okay, constant I, UAV if uh, you're a ghost you have a UAV the whole time oh that's cool oh that's not bad so it's just like zombies then it's kind of nice to have a ghost on your team because they have a UAV and even can, when yeah, you don't they and they'll be like out. yo there's a ghost right there or there's operators right there but a ghost can't attack another ghost they can't. But they could see everyone. They could see all the other ghosts. Yeah, okay, that's cool. That, that that puts a cool strategy in for Endgame. If you can get two guys, one one just dies on purpose. 
Uh, you wouldn't want to die on purpose. I mean, if if you could stay alive, it's better. I mean, it's you're going to be a ghost yeah. anyways eventually, but yeah, mm. that sounds fun. I want to try it out. They did the uh, they did a, a haunting on Rocket League. I know you don't play that much anymore, but they did like the same thing. But it's all like Batman related, so it's super super dumb. So don't don't play that. I'll work on it. Didn't play it. Yeah. <laughs> they have a special game mode. It's a Rumble Batman mode. All they did was change the grappling hook to, hook to a, a Batman hook. That's it. And it's over. It's the end. And they have. Um, what does Batman have to do with Halloween? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of confused myself. Bats. Freaking bats! Freaking bats! They they do have a cool <laughs> they do have a cool boost on there though. It's a Joker boost, but it's super annoying because when you hit it, just the Joker's laugh <laughs> the whole fucking time. Oh, that's awful! Yeah, dude, it's terrible. It's like a high pitched laugh too, which is which is bad news. Um, do you guys want to get into the spooky stuff? Should we do a beer chug first? Sure. What which which? Ask you two questions. Both. Both of them. Yeah. All right, here it goes. Um, okay, this most ever beer chug. Before we get into the spooky stuff, this is brought to you by Gamer Advantage Blue Light Blogging Glasses. The number one blue light blogging glasses on the market. Super flexible, super comfortable behind headphones, and protects your eyes while staring at these screens that we stare at all day long. It increases your melatonin levels by 96%, which helps you stay asleep longer and fall asleep faster. This, this, these glasses are absolutely amazing, guys. I know... Plenty of success, success stories from people who have migraines from staring at computer screens all day and their cell phones, and it completely takes them away. I promise you will not regret your decision to get a pair of these. They're available in prescription and non-prescription lenses, and you can save 10% by using coupon code MOSTLYSOBER at GamerAdvantage.com. This Mostly Sober Beer Chuck is for you. Let's try to not catch my arm on fire. Cheers. Man, are you guys excited for movie day? Dude, I am excited for movie day, which is coming up this weekend. Emily is going ham. On what? Like goodies and snacks and Oh stuff. boy. Dude, you gonna get Lucky Charms fucking popcorn again? We'll see. She's <laughs> making she's Big buying secret. like Halloween charcuterie shit and like cupcakes and whatnot. That's dope. Ashley just had all of her girls over. Emily was supposed to come, I think, yesterday. She said she got confused with the dates through text messages. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. They had like fucking like teeth, Play- like gummy gummy teeth, and like fucking. Look like you were making Play-Doh snakes. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I kind of did. No, that's like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I know. You're fucking up. <laughs> that's, that's how you do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Do man. You guys ever have hot snakes? What the fuck's a hot snake? You know when a diarrhea comes out like a hot snake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where was that from? What After did the I wing, wing challenge. Yeah, dude, for about I had three a, days. I had the hot also, snakes. Also, I feel uh, like Zach's a, a hot take for a hot snake frequenter. You freak with a hot snake, bro? Dude, like, I ain't getting into my poops. But, you have. Oh, hell yeah, I have. Yeah. Uh, you ain't getting into your poops? Huh? You should, uh, like, you should. You should at least once a week take one out. Yeah. <laughs> smash it up with a fork. Make sure everything's digesting good. Yeah. You Stay guys it. don't do that? <laughs> 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 sometimes, sometimes Harv does it in a shower. Harv's like, "What's up with all these pubes in here?" <laughs> <laughs> and he waffles, stomps it. But anyway, on a separate note, since you brought up the wing thing, there is an invitation sitting in my pictures that I'm not supposed to send out until the first of November. But Wings Giving will be a thing. 
Okay. Is it a is it a weekend? Yes. <laughs> you should whisper it to Ashley's ear so she can take off. She's not here. I mean, not now. Uh, we're not doing the hot wing challenge. We're just doing everybody bring a twelve piece. That'd be cool. Something different. We get okay. Munch and you know, laugh. I'm gonna make my munch cry. And, munch, laugh, cry. Play the MTV music game. <laughs> oh hell yeah! <laughs> Hey, recite that shit. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm. You got to play fucking Tapple first. Tapple? What's that, bud? It's fun. Is it? Is it a phone, cell phone game? We no. need to tighten up the rules a little bit. <laughs> no, the rules are fine. <laughs> the rules are everywhere. <laughs> They're fine. The we rules, need to tighten the up rules these rules. The rules are just fine. <laughs> we got to tighten these rules up, bro. The rules these are, are ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Did he make them? If no, Zach, I didn't make them. Zach no, they're, them. they're so ambiguous that you can't have no idea what the the room for error is outrageous. <laughs> Zach loves it. It's a subject, <laughs> and then you have to say it with the letter. We already talked about this last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you did. But for things that are wet, this man said lemons. <laughs> <laughs> It's wet on the inside, juicy. I was, I was fucking on the spot. What do you want me to do? Well, that's, <laughs> okay. that's the point. And that flew. That was okay. He got <laughs> he got through two rounds on fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Grapes. <laughs> what was your second fruit? Watermelon. Apple. <laughs> that's like the least juicy fruit you could think of yeah. besides a banana. You can wet it. You can, <laughs> apples, you can, you wet, can wet an apple. apple. You can wet anything. You can wet anything. Yeah. 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 If you want. Did someone say dad pussy? That was like the first thing to win. <laughs> Literally, I think it was the first thing. <laughs> Did you guys see that fucking meme I sent you? The fucking, um, it was, it was a goddamn uh, YouTube. Congratulations for surpassing 100,000 subscribers. And the dude's taking a picture of it. And it has, it has his, his username. <laughs> I did. I, I saw that. Yeah, he got pussy four four five. That's the dude that he does vid- eagles on the video or videos on the eagles. <laughs> videos on. Oh, the I know that guy. That guy's great. Yeah, and he got arrested for being a pedophile. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, oh shit, yeah. I didn't know that either. He's not great. Never his, mind. His rule, <laughs> he changed it from that to EDP four five five. Oh, okay. Or four four five. Can you imagine getting that in the mail from YouTube? Fucking dude, <laughs> like, like somebody can grade that, that shit. Giant fucking uh, McNabb jersey. Yeah, he used to be on uh, Tosh.0 all the time. That's great. Now he's a pedophile. Now he's not great. He was probably a pedophile then, too. <laughs> probably. <laughs> he used to be a pedophile. Still am. Still is. <laughs> but I used to, too. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, what you got, man? What we got for the fucking the spooks this week? Oh, I got lots. You got lots? Yeah. It's a cryptid episode, isn't it? Uh, I wanted to do like a quick rundown of all of like most of the cryptids from Papua New Guinea, like we talked about oh, last yeah. week. There's literally over a hundred. Holy shit! So I just picked two and went into real detail with them. I have this fucking gnarly encounter from New Jersey, one from Africa, and then I can go and I have like maybe four or five short ones from New Guinea that we can get into if you have time. Oh, nice! I'm with it. You excited? Let's do it. I am. Okay, I, I want a little background on Papua New Guinea. It's off the coast of where? Australia? Australia. Yeah. It's like 5% populated. The rest is like indigenous tribes and 
rainforest. How? Uh, anyone know how big it is? It's probably you pretty got the, small. You got the computer right here. I'm just seeing if anyone got this shit on top of their heads. Yeah, like, I have New Guinea information on something. Yeah. So it's off the coast of Australia. How's it spelled? U. The APU. And it's... Papau. Papau. See how big this motherfucker is. And of course, it's going to be in meters. I don't know what the fuck. Oh, no, it's okay. It's miles. Is that miles? Yeah. 178,000 miles? Square miles. Square miles. That's pretty small. I, I oh, yeah, no, it is. I have no fucking idea how big that is. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you gotta compare it. It's the third largest island in fucking Australia. It's the third largest island in New Guinea. Okay, third lar- Okay, so what is this? It's twenty-one times smaller than the United States. Yeah, look, there Still, it is. No it's, fucking idea. There it is, right in the middle of the U.S. Right there. That's what. Yeah, it's like this, okay. It's like the size. That's of, it. That's what like I need. Size of Texas, baby. It's probably smaller than Texas. Ah, maybe about the size of Texas. If you put all this little shit. Okay, that's what I needed. Okay. Yeah. So this is, is it, is it like supposed to be like uninhabitable by like people? Like, is it, is it scary for us to go there? Is like, oh yeah, you, you'll be lost in a fucking 20 minutes. And these tribes are just like, I'll fucking kill you if you step on my land type shit. Not quite, but. Like there's rundown villages and stuff with like houses and like motorbikes. Like okay, so it's not it's like not like a, a war, it's not like a fucking war zone. Like I'm gonna pull up to and get shot with bows and arrows. Indigenous tribes are so scary, dude. I mean, you could if they want, but I mean, <laughs> if, they w- if you want to, the Green Inferno. Good movie. I haven't seen that in a long time. Scary movie. Scary as hell. About an indigenous tribe of cannibals. Yeah, fuck that. Human sacrifice. Papua New Guinea. You ready? Yep. Hey, I'm going to be referring to Papua New Guinea as PNG. Okay, that's good. Through all these articles. Let's okay. get that microphone face to you so we hear you. It's face. Hit <laughs> himself in the face. Speaking of facing me. Okay. Now, I apologize for my reading because I am dyslexic. So <laughs> dyslexic. I did that on purpose. <laughs> okay, um, and my mouth's going to get dry, so I'm going to have to stop and take drinks of beer, so I'm not right. the best reader. Yeah, do okay. do mm-hmm. you, King? Yeah, King. Jason lives. Part six. But the picture's from the remake, so I don't understand. (laughs) Okay, Lake Murray is the largest lake in PNG, covering an area of about 700 square miles. Though it shrinks and expands dramatically with the dry and rainy seasons. You understand? Mm -hmm. The lake's serpentine shoreline creates many mysterious inlets and remote swampy coves. About 5,000 indigenous peoples inhabit this lake region in western PNG. Tribal villages dot the many small islands and the lake shorelines, sporting houses on stilts and featuring dugout canoes as main uh, means of transportation. Hmm. A cryptid known as Murray reportedly lives in the swamps on the edges of the lake. The creature has been described as resembling a theropod dinosaur, 
A national PNG newspaper presented the following report on December 11, 1999. Villagers traveling in a canoe reported seeing the creature waddling in shallow water near Boboa. The following day, a seventh... Wait, pardon? The, fo- uh, the following day, a seventh-day Adventist pastor, Joseph Yup, and a church elder say they saw the animal not far from the first sighting. The creature was described as having a body as long as a dump truck and nearly two meters wide. What the fuck? With a long neck and a long slender tail, it was walking on two hind legs as thick as coconut palm trees and had two smaller forelegs, which would probably be its arm. The head was smaller in shape to a cow's head with larger eyes and sharp teeth as long as fingers. The skin was likened to that of a crocodile and the creature had largest triangular scoops on its back. This thing's called Murray? Yeah. Genesis Park conducted research in a number of communities on the shores of Lake Murray through February 2015. That makes sense why they call it that. Our approach was not to ask about the monster directly, but to discuss wildlife in general and show them pictures of various animals to see what large creatures inhabited the region. Pterosaur and hippo pictures were thrown in there as as credibility. It was not difficult to find people who claimed to have seen the large reptilian form that walks erect and is about 15 feet tall. Only a few of the villagers around the lake had actually seen it in the lake. More common were reports from villagers and hunters of running into the creature in the remote swamplands and rivers that fed into the lake. Some interesting tidbits gleaned from these hunters include the fact that the monster has been observed eating large fish that it apparently caught, something also shown in the theropod isolstone. The theropod dinosaurs are what you would call a T-Rex, Ceratosaurus, a... Uh, What's distinct about them that makes them... Two bad? legs. Oh, okay, okay. So to stand up on the, on the back legs. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And uh, by showing it in, in theropod isostone, that's like they, they find it, like fish, fish fossils with these, like, these dinosaur fossils. Okay, so, so it's they like, hey, they were them. eating this. Yeah. Not they, necessarily because they would have been digested, but right. they had fish with them when they were, you know... That dying. makes sense. Okay, so this thing is... This Murray is... A, stands on his back two legs and is the size of a fucking dump truck. Yeah, just type in Ceratosaurus on Google. This is what they're... Yeah, like, I know how to fucking C-E-R-A-T-O. Oh. Okay, Ceratosaurus. Okay, so this is what... Like, this is what it kind of looked like? Yeah. This dump truck Murray looked like this shit? Yeah. Stratosaurus is pretty big. Yeah. Not as big as a T-Rex, but big. It's, it's there. Yeah, right. Short arms, short front arms. And and it had four front arms, you said? No, two forearms. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Two, okay. Hmm. And that these bipedal dinosaurs are adept at swimming. So that's, you know, them being around the lake, blah, blah, blah. Right. Witnesses were presented an array of theropod profiles, and they consistently identified the reptilian monster with a T-Rex or Ceratosaurus with its conspicuous spikes running down its neck and back, which T-Rex never had spikes, mm-hmm, just but Ceratosaurus did. Was. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> the Ceratosaurus was the more popular choice, but the head horns gave witnesses pause. They said the monster had a flat head like a T-Rex, but the identification of the cryptid as a Ceratosaurus actually fits well with the fossil evidence. Paleontologists like Robert Baker have suggested that its elongated flexible body and wide tail would have been well suited for an aquatic lifestyle and made it effective at preying on fish and small crocodiles. A broad tail for uh, screwing aloes 
crocodiles to be powerful swimmers and likely played the same role in dinosaurs like the Ceratosaurus and infamous Spinosaurus. Along with detailing the dermal armor and large toothy head, the witnesses would draw clear tridactyl footprints, uh, which would be three-toed footprints. Uh-huh. Like, Some, mo- like most dinosaurs. Most theropod dinosaurs, yeah. Some indigenous people who had not seen the creature had seen the tracks in the bush. Might the monster of Lake Murray be related to the Bjolnir of Australia? Papua New Guinea is separated by less than three miles of sea from the northern tip of Australia, with a string of islands in between. The descriptions are remarkably alike, while the testimonials from the local Lake Murray monster witnesses came across as reasoned, consistent, and credible. More research is needed, and a follow-up trip that would further press the... Wait. A follow-up trip that would press further into the swamps and rivers in the north is being planned. So, you think it's a fucking think it's one of these no there's no way that thing survived 65 million years without yeah, being noticed with, without or, a population or dying of old age oh yeah it would it would 100 percent have had to breed right if it supposedly went extinct. Gonna, that's what i was going to ask what the lifespan is not 65 million years bro oh no shit <laughs> but i mean like and there's just one yeah. i mean like how many generations would have had to survive in some way and not over, like, not just get crazy populated with them. A lot. Because theropods, they they can do blood transfusions because their blood was sim- similar, but they couldn't mate. It's not like a T-Rex could mate with Ceratosaurus. That would be like a dog and a cat, basically. Oh. You know a lot about dinosaurs. Yeah, I do. And Mokley Membe is another one from Papua New Guinea that we talked about a few years ago. The, the Loch Ness Monster type thing? Is that what it was? The sauropod like dinosaur, like the long neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what do you think this is? What do you think Murray is? <sighs> Misidentification of something. The size of a dump truck, though. Elephant. Sounds more like some kind of large rhino of some sort. I was going to say... Crocodile type. Type in Murray Monster. Although, no, couldn't have been because it's bipedal. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> New Guinea. No, it gotta be bipedal, though. They wouldn't mistake. Yeah, that's true. Four feet for two. In a walking pattern. Uh. That's a different one. That's not. That's oh. the Papua New Guinea iguana dog. Which what? Papua New Guinea seems to be covered in dinosaurs, apparently. Because the next one I'm going to talk about uh, is dinosaurs it, as well. Is it this one? No. It's not the Iguanodon? I did not do that one. Uh, well, yeah, I did. I think. Uh, Lake Murray Monster. I did do the Iguanodon. So I have three from New Guinea. Okay. Nice. Godzilla from 2000. That's more of a a good depiction of it. I guess, but it's not really looking like a theropod there. It doesn't have the no, horns. No. Not at all. Hmm. 
<laughs> These Photoshop photos are the best. Huh. How long ago was this story? Uh, the late, latest expedition was in 2015. Oh, shit. That's pretty recent. Lake Murray, man. Check her out. PNG. Are you ready for the next one? The Iguanodon? No, the Iguanodon's third. This one's called the Ropin. Go ahead, you can search it now. I am. Oh, whoa. Look at this fucking... I'm not going to spoil anything. All right, well, I'll get into it. Yeah, let's hear it. Shortly after World War II, as, a Western, as Western missionaries began to penetrate the deep jungles and remote islands of Papua New Guinea, stories of a flying creature called the Ropin, which means demon flyer, began to be reported. Dwayne Hodgkinson was stationed east of Lee, L-A-E, near Fishhaven's uh, Papua New Guinea, as part of the Army Cavalry in 1944. About noon one day in August, he was walking down a trail through a clearing in the forest when he was startled by a crashing in the brush. As he watched, a large bird-like creature ponderously rise from the ground, circled and flew away. Hodgkinson, a pilot, estimated the wingspan to be as small as that of a small airplane, about 25 feet. He clearly recalls the dark gray coloration, long serpentine neck, beak, and a distinctive head crest. Described as a nocturnal creature, the ropin possesses two leathery wings like a bat, a long tail with a flange with a flange on the end, a beak filled with teeth and razor-sharp claws. An intriguing sea chart dated 1595 warns mariners to be aware of a variety of sea monsters. It depicts two flying creatures with long long necks, head crests, ribbed wings, and a fantastic tail, split on the ends like a flipper, flying above the islands of New Guinea. One is even shown having having dermal bumps. Two species appear to be in, in... Two species seem to persist in PNG. A smaller pterosaur is believed to inhabit the caves that dot the islands of Rambunzo in the Bismarck Archipelago. Reports seem to fit the presumed extinct Ramphoricus, which was a smaller, it's uh, about the size of a dimorphodon, if if you know what a dimorphodon is. A pterosaur with a wingspan (laughs) of three to four feet. Gonna have to give you a no on that one. Don't know what that is. Like the Cogmagado in Zambia, the Ropin is said to have taste for decaying human flesh and has even harassed native funeral gatherings in Western with with Western missionaries present. So I'm looking at photos of this thing, and one of the comparisons that I see here is a fucking four door sedan, just the size of one wing of the Ropin, which is a fucking large bird. Click on that picture. That might be a to scale thing of a Quetzalcoatlus. Oh, no. eh, it looks like a Quetzalcoatlus. Maybe that's what they're comparing it to. Carl E. Baugh of the Creation Evidence Museum conducted an expedition to Manus. With missionary Jim Bloom, he observed one of the creatures through a monocular night scope and snapped a picture of a strange print in the sand the next morning. In 1987, Tyson Hughes, an English missionary, began an 18-month contract to assist the uh, Mulakan tribespeople of Suram Island, Indonesia, to develop efficient farms. Tyson heard stories about the terrifying creature called the Orangi Batty, which means men with wings. 
that possesses enormous leathery wings like a bat and lives in the caves of Mount Karaitu, an extinct volcano uh, situated in the center of the island. Likely, this creature is similar to the rope and from the adjoining PNG stories from the people of Sundia. Indonesia tell of the Jurik, a flying dragon whose illuminated profile could be seen in the night sky. In 2017, Genesis Park staff followed up on reports from the jungles of Cambodia of a similar creature there. After hiking several days in the in bush along the border of Vietnam, a number of eyewitness accounts were obtained. A nocturnal flying snake-like creature is known there by the name of Sadilal. Through sightings are very, though sightings are very rare, in October of 2004, Gen- Genesis Park staff conducted three, a three-week trip to the remote Sasia Island off the western coast of PNG, somewhat south of the Manus Island group. The goal was to hike to the mountaintops, mountainous interior of Sias to follow up on intriguing reports received from the coastal communities on the south of the island. Dozens of interviews were conducted, and the credibility of witnesses was carefully tested by the use of black-and-white profiles. After carefully... Col- collating the dozens of interviews, a composite drawing of most likely characters possessed by the Ropen was assembled. The creature appears to resemble the Dimorphodon pterosaur with an addition of a head crest and dermal bumps. However, the animal is said to have a 15 to 20 foot wingspan. Taken by pollination, <coughs> the most remarkable thing about the Ropen is that indigenous people claim it displays a bioluminescent glow. This glowing phenomenon has been observed and noted by biologists. And I'm looking at one of those photos, and I was going to have a question about it. It's like the back of its ears and down the spine of its that, back. It's just its head crest. It's not ears. Oh. So it's the head, back of the head crest and then the spines of its back on its back is what supposedly glows. Yes. These photos are pretty cool. That's 100% photoshopped. That's okay. Civil War soldiers. It's <laughs> okay. It looks good. Evelyn Cheeseman, which is a great name, back in the 1930s. <laughs> she wrote about the mystery in her 1935 book, The Two Roads of Popeye. It was a most interesting mystery because by no possibility could there be hum- could there be human beings out there using flash lamps at intervals in any case. They were too far to be caused by an ordinary electric torch. Our expedition staff observed this bioluminescent phenomenon as well. On Wednesday, October 27th, a large yellowish glow, approximately 20-25% of the size of a full moon, was obvious was observed to fly behind one of the volcanic peaks. And the light, the light left no trail, and it twinkled around the edges. The whole sighting lasted for only a few seconds as the as the light streaked across the horizon and behind Mount Tulu. Our team also investigated an interesting local artifact, and uh. Intriguing carvings made by an unknown artisan. The statue shows a medicine man with a reptilian creature on his neck slash shoulders. The creature displayed a lizard-like ear, forked tongue, elongated snake-like neck, shallow beak, scaly membrane wings, dermal bumps running down its back, webbed feet, and a long tail. In one case, being swallowed up by a crocodilian. Okay. In the fall of 2006, a follow-up expedition obtained the first photograph of the Ropen of the rope and light as multiple creatures were observed flying over a ridge at night. In 2015, a Canadian team went to the island of New Britain and had a daytime sighting of what they believe was a rope and flyover. Similarities in the several independent lines of evidence produced a powerful argument for living pterosaurs in Papua New Guinea. 
a missionary pilot's experience in ancient map, and American World War II veterans' testimony, Highland native sculpture, and dozens of eyewitness reports from across the region. Indonesian islands through PNG and even Batu combined to make a strong case. This thing is fucking here. This thing's terrifying. It is warm in here. It reminds me of. Do you ever see those giant bats? Yeah, they're fruit bats. Oh yeah, yeah. Pretty sure. Is that? Did they inhabit this island? I have no idea. Not sure. Give me that cold. Search bats New Guinea. See what kind of bats they got. See if this is a mistaken bat. Yeah, twenty-five feet and blows though. It's a big bat. Freaking bats. Cut his finger Nineteen of Papua New Guinea's bat species that are found nowhere else on Earth. First one. Oh. That big motherfucker right here would be the one. Oh, it's a book you can buy. <laughs> Bats of Papua New Guinea. Images, though. Maybe this thing. Or that one down there. This one? Bottom left. Yeah. It's hanging on the uh, wood. Right below you. Oh. Oh, fuck. That could be about the same size as the dimorphin on. But it's sure not the size of a fucking 25-foot wingspan. No. The giant fox bat. Wingspan of four foot eleven. Yeah, it's big. Basically, big. the size of a dimorphodon. That's big, though. That is. That big. is a big dude. That's a big fucking bat, bro. People like to exaggerate, man. Like fish stories. Yeah. Could be. I mean, but people would know about them, right? Like, maybe it's just like a, you know, I mean, like a big buck. You see a buck every now and then. Just <clears> world. I record. feel like it's more likely that, like a. Long, like a actual ground dinosaur is gonna go unnoticed in Papua New Guinea than a flying. Yeah, but what about all those aerial caves? One. True, especially <clears throat> are they? I'm sorry, are they? You might have said this, but are they like nocturnal? Yes. Oh shit! I did say that. could be a cave bird. A cave bird. A pterosaurs aren't birds. They're flying reptiles. Cave reptile flying reptile. That's interesting. They're flying reptiles. And the fact yeah. that they glow in Is the there dark. Any other flying reptiles? Not anymore. Yeah, I guess not. And all the things like the Mosasaurus, the Tylosaurus, the uh uh Plesiosaurus, those were all marine reptiles. They weren't mammals. This thing kind of looked like a stork. What makes these... They're cold-blooded. Then they're scaly, right? They're not furry. Yeah, some pterosaurs had fur. A lot of dinosaurs had fur. They're all well feathered. Huh. Well, all dinosaurs aren't cold-blooded, are they? No, dinosaurs are not cold-blooded. I didn't think so. Okay. That's so they were I like, well, like, what were they considered? Mammals. 
Mm-hmm. No, they're considered dinosaurs. They're birds. They laid eggs. They evolved into birds. Oh yeah, I guess if they laid eggs, they didn't. They're not mammals. Fuck them. I don't know. <laughs> they're dinosaurs, bro. They is. All right. <laughs> the last one I have for right now for New Guinea is the New Guinea. A pterodactyl is a dinosaur, right? No, a pterodactyl is. It's probably how you would say, like, if you group T-Rex, Velociraptor, Ceratosaurus, Stegosaurus, those are dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pteranodon, <clears throat> Quetzalcoatlus, Dimorphodon, uh, Rampharancus, those are pterodactyls. So they're their own species? Well, each one I named is a species. That's their group name would be pterodactyl. Like how, oh, okay. okay. You understand? Okay. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I love talking about dinosaurs. <laughs> so, but, so pterodactyls aren't technically dinosaurs no they're flying reptiles oh they just was around the same time period yes. as dinosaurs no shit okay cool we just categorized it all in that time period as dinosaurs like if it lived it was yes. that's a fucking dinosaur stop <laughs> fucking irritates me like I got into an argument over some girl on a Jurassic Park like post and she was like I love the swimming dinosaurs in, in the new one I was like no dog that is not a dinosaur heated heated <laughs> she was like firing back at me and I was like no it's a fucking aquatic reptile bro and like I was like go ahead look it up tell me it's a fucking dinosaur I never heard nothing else <laughs> it wasn't yeah, an argument it wasn't an argument it was a slam dunk she killed yeah. herself. <laughs> I mean, she's going to the grave knowing what fucking marine reptiles are, though. Zach's like, my work here is done. <laughs> this is what Melania Trump tried to protect us from. Online bullying, okay? <laughs> and there he is. Bullying dinosaur enthusiasts. I mean, you can test me on my dinosaur knowledge. I, no, I... If you want. No testing yeah. here. Okay, the Papua New Guinea Iguanodon. Oh, yeah. Meaning iguana tooth. A herbivorous dinosaur from the mid Jurassic decade of the Cretaceous period, been extinct for millions of years. Or not. Maybe. In the remote forests of Papua New Guinea, this dinosaur like creature was seen. This can be. Could this be a live link to the extinct creature that was dubbed the Iguanodon in uh, PNG? In 2004, the PNG Iguanodon was spotting living in a swamp of thick green plants near the ruined city of Rubal. The city was destroyed in a volcanic eruption about 10 years before. Villagers saw the creature. Villagers who saw the creature ran away from her, terrified. They they reported it being to about three feet tall, gray, and have a head like a dog and a tail like a crocodile. Although Iguanodon is thought to have had been a strict herbivore, this creature was spotted in PNG is reported to have eaten three dogs. Could the creature evolve to become carnivorous in the millions of years it has thought to have been extinct, or does it mean that it is some sort of other animal entirely? Anyway, the mayor of the nearby town of Kokopo, capital, expects that the creature is found... expects that the creature is found because it would make a great tourist attraction for the area. A previous group of sightings, although somewhat less well-documented, took place in 1999. A large creature was seen waddling in Lake Murray. The next day, a uh, Seventh-day Adventist pastor reported seeing a creature with a body as a garbage truck standing standing on two legs. He reported that he's had a cow's-like head and the tail of a crocodile with more of a crocodile, scaly, general-like area. 
sci-fi show Destination Truth investigated the Iguana Dawn and PNG in his first in the first season in the first episode of the first season entitled Iguana Dawn and 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 the Re. The Re is something else. I think it's a popular video, I'm not sure. But I, I have seen that episode of Destination Truth. So this this it's obviously the same thing as the as the first one. You think? Definitely. I don't know, man. Because this thing's only, this thing's uh, not only it's big. It's nine about nine foot, eight eight point nine feet tall as an adult. But dude, this thing can weigh anywhere between eight thousand and eleven thousand pounds. That's a thick boy, dude. Iguanodons weren't nothing to fuck with either. They had fucking spikes for thumbs. See, it, yeah. That, so they had like your typical. No, I'm telling you, type in Iguanodon uh, thumb. Oh, so those aren't. Oh, he's not walking on all fours. No. Yeah. The first one was. Murray was walking on two two legs. This one's walking on all fours. Oh, I'm saying this one. This one's yeah. not. This one is walking on all fours. Yes, yeah. but it can stand up on its hind legs, but it can't. Kind of like a cat. It can walk and spit. That's what I'm wondering. I keep looking at these pictures thinking, I can't tell. It, it can in, in short distances. It could run away real fast and then, but it has to go back down. The weight can't support just the backside yeah. because it's fucking eleven thousand pounds. I'm telling you, type in the fucking thumbs. Look at these son of bitches. So this thing, Tom, and and this was um, an herbivore at one yes. point. It said, yeah. Well, well, the fossil records are complete. It's a complete herbivore. Oh, it's like it's part of its fucking defense mechanism. Yep. These thumbs. Wow! Were look gnarly, at them. Like, they look like fucking. Like daggers, bro. Yeah. You don't fuck with these things. And there it is, standing on its hind legs. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's throwing up gang signs. <laughs> it's a gangster-ass fucking iguanodon, dude. Look, this one especially. That's like an early 20s depiction. You ever see, see like early 20s dinosaur drawings? They're horrible. Is this a, is this a fossil of it? Look at that yeah. thumb, dude. Holy fuck. This is already my favorite dinosaur just because he's thumbs up all the time. <laughs> dude, he'd be fucking people up with them thumbs, too. Holy shit. Yeah, it, it almost... Yeah, you're right, dude. It looks like... Fun fact, in uh, Dominion, there will be Iguanodon. Sick. Nice. When's that supposed to come out now? 2022. June. Damn. I think I pushed like two years. That's a big, big One movie. year, exactly. Big movie. One year. That's a big movie. Fuck yeah. Iguanodon's thumbs. Check that shit out, man. Wow. In the episode, the team is shown bones... Thought to be that a Maguanodon in Papua New Guinea University. They also conducted some research firsthand in the swamp. Upon returning to the U.S., they consult experts, zoology and zoology experts, and showed them the evidence. They showed them the evidence, which was examined. Experts say the bones are probably from a sperm whale, and the footage caught on tape is probably one hunting saltwater crocodile. Mike, well, I guess the sperm whale bones could have washed up some point for sure like did you see that picture of a fucking humpback whale skeleton found in the middle of the rainforest no bro type type it in you gotta see this type in humpback whale rainforest like an old skeleton in the amazon rainforest bro like well it's not even a skeleton it was just found holy shit look how far how is that possible? Fucking tsunami or something? I don't fucking know. Dude, this thing's like miles away from the fucking ocean. Aliens. 
Yeah. Fuck this. We don't. We don't this is not what we're <laughs> saying. This ain't no cow. This motherfucker heavy. This ain't no cow. <laughs> yeah. Some like teenage alien that like. Ah oh, shit, man. Rich, rich teenage alien that, that flying got, around got with his a mobile. His daddy's fucking saucer. And he's like, yo, yo, guys, check this out. Pick up this fucking well, drop it in the rainforest. It's going to blow people's minds. <laughs> Let's go home, yo. Put on that little Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> what is known about the Iguanodon and how it relates to this strange creature seen in the isolated island? Iguanodon fossils and bones have shown that they can grow to a height of nine feet. Then this is consistent with what the report ex- Reporting say, yeah. iguanodon, iguanodon teeth are made for herbivores, which means that the herbivorous dinosaur would have would have not eaten three dogs unless they evolved to you know eat meat or just kill the dogs and to eat them. Examining the leg bones, iguan, examining the leg bones, the iguanodon of the iguanodon, the sci-fi show Destination Truth investigated the iguanodon and PNG in this first. Se- but oh, I already fucking read that. Hold on. Give me a sec. Yeah. So they they did a show on this particular creature. Yes, yes. It's it's a half of an episode. Oh, yeah. The other half was, what would you say? On the re. Right, the re. Examining the leg bones of the Iguanodon through the years of 2000. Wait. Screw that line. The years 2000-2009, more than 19,000 new species have been discovered in Papua New Guinea. New Guinea of everything. Bugs, blah, blah, blah. 2,000 new creatures. 19,000 in nine years. Oh, oh, shit. Naturally, most of which was insects, plants, and fungi, but there is also quite possible that the creature has been considered extinct to appear alive and well many years later. To see the story of the Colachian fish, which was discovered in 1938 after having been thought to be extinct 65 million years ago. For now, though, the Iguanodon of PNG remains a little puzzling to cryptozoology. It's out of the reach of modern science, in fact. It's not... It's not wild to think that every land creature has been seen before. I don't think. I don't think it's wild to think that. To think what? That every land creature has already been discovered? discovered yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah that there's is no wild. Chance. That's definitely wild to think this. I mean, may, maybe you can make an argument that something this big, everything okay. everything that size has been discovered. You would think maybe. 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 But like smaller animals? There ain't no chance, not even dude. Close. You're definitely going to see some shit you ain't never seen before. Especially it's, like look at the ocean. Yeah, I was going to say, that's that right there to me. I dude, think the, the less... fucking giant squid was a myth for fucking century. Yeah, and then fucking discovery got it. shit, here's one. Yeah. Oh, look at that. That motherfucker's real. Yeah, you're, you're right about aquatic animals, but you're, the rainforest and shit, like the just, Amazon, it's just as the, thick. Papua New Guinea, like, dude, you, there's so much. How many places? places. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, how many? How hard is it for us to get everywhere? I'm no, sure I there's. I don't so know how places. Papua New Guinea is at this point, but in like the Amazon, there are legit tons of indigenous tribes that don't know that we the, exist. Yeah, the they, rest they have of no the idea what exists. a fucking cheeseburger is, bro. Yeah, that's nuts. Or vape, or a podcast for that matter, or nothing, beer. or electricity, or. Language or like anything. Well, I'm sure they have their own language. Yeah, but they don't know that there's like people saying words like us. Yeah. They're just like, dude, 
<laughs> that reminds me of the village a little bit. Like the fucking village? Yeah, the village. The movie The Village. The M. Night Shyamalan movie The Village. Yeah. Well, yeah. Kind of. I, oh, mean, I thought you I meant with by the language thing. No, no, no. Okay. No, no. Okay. Like, indigenous tribes. I get what you're saying. Like, and you they know, were like, like off of the fucking highway. Yeah, but like, yeah. Yeah. Right. Which was fucking weird. But really, right. though, like, it was a whack movie. It had so much potential. Honestly, I, I don't even. I don't hate any of his movies. I mean, even like that one's kind of whack, but. They're always kind of fun. Like yeah, I, I, I like the, the the idea of just like throwing your way off every single yeah. time of just like why this is happening or. But what would stop these indigenous tribes from? I mean, I would imagine the same like thing, same type of thing that you would see in the village. Like, what would stop them from going outside of their boundaries? Water. Okay, but you can. Motherfuckers ain't got uh, tugboats. Yeah, but still, I mean, like. You're gonna take the, a canoe across the ocean. Not the ocean, but I'm. That's I've, what's stopping them, though. But it's, it's but the it, ocean. There's, it's, you, you, you mean that, you mean like in the Amazon? Yeah, like PNG, the Amazon, anywhere. Like you can you can go. They have no need. Yeah, they have everything they need there, and it's they've um, been living like. But that there's for, no like nothing enticing that's like, dude, let's look at some more. Like as yeah, a, but, as a human human is, nature, like you got to you got to think that this they've been there for generations. So out there, that's bad. There's things out there that'll fucking kill you. Or yeah, that's like, where well, all these people, legends come from. If, or people have like, gone out and never came back because probably died of starvation, got lost. Oh, yeah. oh the well, fucking well, rope. There, and there are there's a, a indigenous tribe, and I don't know where it is. It, it's on a very small island. I think it's off the coast of Southern Africa or something. But they they're leaving it alone, like per, like purposely. Like everyone knows about it. There was like Christian missionaries that went there one time, and then they fucking murdered them. Yeah, dude, I read about this. They killed them all, and um, but like they're purposely leaving them alone because can't like interact with them well you'll you'll kill them from your diseases like we are riddled with things with covid (laughs) (laughs) but no like i mean it happened when the europeans came to to america killed off tons you know tons from the common cold yeah we would know like like things that that they brought over you know they don't have they don't have immunity just even like look at war of the worlds what killed the aliens fucking sneeze yeah right yeah i mean that's a good point man but if you're in the middle of the amazon you might be you know you're walk you know you're walking you know and you might be a hundred two hundred five hundred a thousand miles from civilization yeah and these guys have no means of transportation other than you're walking through the woods there's no roads there's nothing it wouldn't matter if you did have means of transportation you're in the rainforest. Bro. You're uh, you're familiar with Wild Boys, right? The show. Uh, yeah, I thought you were talking about Steve, like, absolutely. Yeah. Wild no. Boys. How much oh. of that show do you think was real? As far as what, like, where they were, what they were doing. I kind of always thought it was real. Zero. Really? All of it in California. No. Every way. animal was fucking brought in. All the indigenous people were actors. That's so fucked up. I, I was listening to, to Manny on Steve-O's podcast, and they were talking about it. Ain't that mind-blowing? But how? Like, they were, like... Because they said they were? No way. It can't be all of it. Like, they would have, like, 
They would be have like okay, sea, okay. sea cucumbers and shit. Like they were in the U.S., U.S. and Mexico. I'm pretty sure it was it. They were not in Africa. That's MTV did wild. not give them permission to go to Africa. That's so crazy. They made sets to make it look like everything. Harp soaking it in. I feel ripped off a little bit, man. <laughs> Dude, I was blown away when I heard him actually admit that. Wow. You're going to have to listen to that episode. The next one I got is... What, what was he on? Steve-O's podcast. Oh, Steve-O's. Okay. Yeah, Manny, Manny Puig was on. He sells uh, Tridents through Instagram now. Tridents? Like the, the like gum? Neptune's weapon? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, thought, I thought he was talking about the gum. Like, packed to gum. No, he makes his own Tridents himself. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what you do what you guys do need to go purchase is can of dips. A fucking can of can of dips. Mellow out with some C B D on us, kind of. We'll save some fucking change anyways by using coupon code mostly sober at checkout. You'll save fifteen percent. Awesome flavors. Again, I will say this until they come out with a flavor that I like better. The tangy tropical citrus is a one. Get yourself a fucking can of this. I promise that you will enjoy it. Visit www.canadips.com. Use coupon code Mostly Sober. This Mostly Sober beer chug is for you. Can of dips. And we're in a fucking competition right now to get some free merch. So what you purchase puts us towards the top. Yeah. We're second place right now. I'm gonna need you to get me another beer for this one. Oh, I like it. This I like this it. This one's lengthy, but it's a one-shot encounter. Right next door to us. Right next door, Massachusetts, Jersey. Oh, close enough. Austin, <clears throat> I'm walking in. During one of the most intense 14 flaps in history. New Jersey and the nearby states of Pennsylvania, Delaware, and Maryland were in a state of turmoil as a bizarre winged flying freak plagued the rooftops and woods of the states <clears throat> of these states. Is it a Jersey Devil? This flap took place from January 6th to January 23rd. What year? I didn't say yet. Oh. With some sightings occurring into February of that same year and featured none other than the chemical backwoods beast, the Jersey Devil. This time span, known as the Phenomenon Week, or the Jersey Devil's Finest Hour, was two weeks of absolute terror in which children were kept home from school, wives refused to leave their home, and men would be more than hesitant to leave their homes at night. Many skeptical researchers have viewed this time span of sightings as either a mass hoaxing or an example of mass hysteria. And while certainly some of the track waves of, this, of the creature may just be that, the sheer number of sightings not sightings of a most identical creature that were reported reported seem to indicate to some potential authenticity to these accounts. During the madness of the Jersey Devil, however, there were other bizarre beasts sighted, but only one would take the cake of the absurdity and downright unrealness that is perhaps even more interesting than the Jersey Devil. <clears throat> This is actually a really lot smaller font, and I couldn't copy it, so bear, bear with, with me. <laughs> it, so, wait, recap here. So this is, uh, I would imagine... During this two-week span where the Jersey Devil was going fucking hectic, there was something else that was out there. In addition to the Jersey Devil. 
Yes. And you're enlightening us on what this is. Yes. Ooh. <clears throat> it's called the Millville Insanity Bird. Sounds intense. Funny thing, my shop just opened a shop in Millville. Is it called Insanity? It's called Real West or East or something. I don't know. <laughs> <Fucking gay. laughs> it was on a warm Friday in January 1909. When Dan Posack of Millville would have an experience that he would never forget. Is this Millville, PA? Jersey. <laughs> you said Pennsylvania. I thought maybe. Yeah, there's fucking ghosts and demons running around in Mr. Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> it's a church. Don't. I, I lost my spot. Okay. Dan was doing his outdoor chores on his proper, property. Certainly either smirking or fearing about the chance of encountering the, the bizarre monstrosity that had been making its rounds throughout the state, which was the Jersey Devil. Don't look it up yet. Uh, da, 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 da. It, was it, it was while out that he had begun to hear the heavy thumping of footsteps in the backyard. This motherfucker. Hold on. Wow. This would have been alarming enough, but all this would be exaggerated by the sound of something calling his name. Dan proceeded to turn around and it was in that moment he encountered one of the strangest freaks of nature or a monster straight from the bad place in quotes. There standing before him was a creature like bird. It towered an enormous 18 feet in height as it looked down on him. Dan froze as he stared up at the monstrosity in a scene that truly mimicked something from Jurassic Park when all of a sudden, the voice he heard earlier returned. The voice came from the hooked, bright, red-beaked maw of the monstrous beast before him, and from it uttered the words, Where's your garbage can? That's what he said. That's he doesn't he said. litter. You know? He protects the fucking environment. Dan stared both back away from the bizarre... Dan stared, both confused and horrified by the request, and proceeded to slowly back away from the bizarre bird. The bird watched Dan slowly turned and began to sprint away. Dan thought he was in the clear until he felt a sharp, vice-like grip around his body. He looked down, and the, there, staring up at him, was the bird's terrible eyes. It, its enormous beak wrapped around his torso, and he knew how a worm surely felt. In sheer panic, Dan reached towards his belt as he struggled to get the axe, which he had kept on him for chores. Filling the smooth, cold axe axe head, he quickly lifted it out of out of his uh, he quickly lifted it out of its holster and flexing his fingers around the handle, proceeded to drop the heavy metal down on the anomalous avian. It was in that initial strike he noticed something bizarre that made the bird beast different from any game he had previously hunted. The wound he inflicted came out in a chunk like silver, like a sliver of wood. Realizing he could chop this strange creature up like firewood, he set to work continuously hitting and removing chunks from the creature. The creature proceeded to unleash Dan from its maw and slowly worked its way up to his head. It began to whisper something in his ear. What was whispered is not known, yet it was enough to send Dan into a frenzy as he proceeded to drive the axe straight into the creature's face. 
The creature unleashed a scream of pain, and its den whittled the axe out of the creature's uh, head. Out popped one of the creature's eyes. The creature backed away and seemed to have had enough of Dan and his axe, and as if this encounter couldn't get any stranger, the creature began to inhale deeply. It soon began to swell up, and its body became rounder like a balloon, and soon began to float up float up above the ground and like some malevolent Mary Poppins proceeded to float <laughs> higher and higher out and away until Dan could no longer see the freaky fiend. Dan stood in both fear and amazement as at what he had just witnessed. Not believing what he had, what had occurred, all his doubts, however, were ceased and his fears reinvigorated when there on the ground he noticed something shiny glittering in, in the grass. He reached down and picked up the object, and there in his hand he had the creature's eye. It was like an electric light bulb in appearance, and at night, he noticed, it gave off a bright, vigorous light that would change colors. Yet, while he while he had a memento of th- his encounter with the bird beast, he never would see it again, nor anyone else. And that's the only story we have on this thing? Yes. But why he, do why do we think this isn't the Jersey, the Jersey Devil. Devil? Yeah, that was Jersey my Devil's not eighteen foot tall, and it's not chopped up like, and it doesn't look like a bird. I understand that, but I'm also like, it's it, nighttime. It kind of looks like a bird. It has wings. There's a lot more you can read about this encounter, but that is just the encounter. It has wings. It is large, like me and Trav said earlier. People take tell big fish stories. Especially when you're gripped by fear, things are going to seem more dramatic. For sure. I'm thinking if the Jersey Devil's on the loose at this time. It was the Jersey Devil. This is the Jersey Devil. I don't think it's something else. If anything, it was the Jersey Devil. And I kind of feel bad because I feel like when he gripped his shoulder, he was just about to be like, do you recycle? Like... (laughs) Where's your trash can? He was just That's what, like it's so like what? You know, like yeah. what year was it? Nineteen oh nine. They even have garbage bins then. I think they had like compost in the back. Yo, honey, where that garbage can? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to throw this this bottle. can of tab away. <laughs> yeah, let me just got some root beer. I'm trying to get out of here. He spends all day in the woods, you know? He's trying to just... <laughs> trying to recycle. Fuck. The Jersey Devil's still... Look at that. It's m- my favorite. The red eyes. It's my rooftop, favorite. Rooftop to rooftop. favorite's not Mothman? No, my favorite's Jersey Devil, for sure. Wow, I feel betrayed. I, I like Mothman I a lot. I feel betrayed. Mothman's definitely up there. Oh, hey, there's my boys. What boys? Kryptonol podcast. Shout like, out to you guys. I like I like <laughs> Mothman because Mothman's not necessarily bad at all. It's just a thing. I like the Jersey yeah, Devil. Yeah, tell that to them fucking people down the TNT plant. I'm not gonna lie, man. The Loveland Frog guys are probably my favorite. I love those motherfuckers, bro. That's so fucking wild. I love it. I like. I think it's the greatest. I think it's one of the greatest. The stories. WB Frog. Yeah, I love it. That and the um. The Iwachu, the fucking... Yeah, those things. What the fuck were those called? I don't remember. Like, Wild Boys, Wild Men. Yeah, that was a cool one. Probably a frog man. Yeah, it makes sense. Sounds like it. They're, like, real short. Magic wands. 
little cloak. <laughs> Top hat. I have one from Africa, or I could go into the other four short stories from Papua New Guinea. It's up to you guys. I think you go which what you want to feel. I mean, do we have time? I could do them all. I, I, I got nowhere to go. I got nowhere to we go. We keep this bitch rolling? Let's keep it rolling. Let's do it. All right, we're going to start with, this is three more cryptids from Papua New Guinea, the fucking most ridiculous place in, in the world, in my opinion. Is it, is it because it's, like, so remote, do you think? Oh, yeah. Is that why? Is that why it's, like, okay, kind of believable, like, people kind of, like, flock to that story, like, okay, we can come up with some cool oh, shit Oh, yeah, I 100% agree. This one's called the Pyario. I'm going to butcher this name, but the... Uh, Kubani Kavala Reef in Papua New Guinea is Sounds home good. to the Perario, an enormous catfish. She attacks anyone who dares approach the reef by raising up her back, which is armed with spines that can rip a canoe in half. Ooh. If people see a spine sticking out of the water, they know to change course as fast as possible. What's the name of this again? The Perario. P-A-I-R-I-O. Okay. Oh, look at a little husky. Hold on, I lost my Okay. Sometimes the Peario will chase after those canoes. One of her spines pointing at the vessel and the crew have to paddle for their lives. Peario herself was not always a catfish. She was once a malignant spirit, female spirit known to the islanders as a dogai orabo, or something like the Hawaii Aberle of nice. mainland Papua New Guinea. Her home was the Murukara Island. Sounds cool. One day she was attacked by a cloud of butterflies, which she was which she could not could not shoo away. They settled on her thickly until she was completely covered. In desperation, she threw herself into the water. Where she transformed into a catfish. The butterflies clinging to her soaked through their wings became hard and spiny and they turned into stonefishes and catfishes as brightly colored as the butterfly. That's so hard to believe. That sounds awesome. It does sound cool as fuck if someone can get a good depiction of it. That sounds sick. So it was a female spirit that got covered in butterflies. Like rolled into the ocean pretty much. Yeah, rolled into the ocean and turned into a fucking catfish creature. That's the best description of it is the first picture. That's, this the, one I, that's the one I have. It looks like the thing from fucking... Uh, Sounds like, like Japanese ten rings or some shit. Yeah, like ten ring stuff. <laughs> the next one is the Rag Oruso. Let's, uh, let's get the spelling on that one. O-R-I-G-O-R-U-S-O. That's not it. O-R-I-G-O-R-U-S-O. That's what I got. Now you got G-O-R-O. It's G-O-R. Oh. There you go. Oh, that's... Yeah, it's a lot different. <laughs> that thing is fucking freaky looking. It looks like a crab. The Oragaruso is a man beast 
an ogre from the folklore of the Kauai Islands of Papua New Guinea. Its name is diverged from the fact that it eats its food raw. The Ragaroso has very short legs and supports itself on its hands while walking. It has huge eyes and enormous ears. Its cavernous mouth has protruding tusks like those of a pig. The tusks are super superfluous. I don't fucking know. As an Ragaroso swallows its prey whole and raw. Its fingers are armed with long claws. Male Ragaroso have two penises. An Aragoroso can make a sound like a loud grunt or roar, but it can also speak normally with people. That random fact that it just sprink- was sprinkled. Two penises. <laughs> just sprinkled in. It just- has two dragons. <laughs> the clown has two penises. <laughs> just a slight dash of two penises. Just. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> oh! <laughs> At night, an Aragoroso lies on. On one of its oversized ears and uses the other as a blanket. By day, the ears are usually rolled up. Orangarosos live underground or inside large trees. They raid villages to carry off people and eat them. Sometimes Orangaroso will enter a village and devour everyone in one house before leaving. An Orangaroso used to carry off carry off a child in a village every day until a cripple guard a cripple guarding a little boy tried to swing around the child's leg, tied a string around the child's leg. When the cripple went to sleep, the Rangaroso pulled on the child and by doing so, pulled the string and alerted the man. Everyone in the village wisely fled with the exception of, of the man, exception of a man, a woman, and their child. They managed to appease the Rangaroso by throwing pigs at it until it fed and went to sleep. Then they left behind a coconut shell full of lice collected from their children. The lice answered the Rangaroso's calls calls and detained it while they made good they made their good escape sometimes humans can be can become orangarosas under the right condition a kawaii woman in childbirth upon being insulted by her husband transformed into orangaroso and pursued the husband relentlessly a man who lived a while with a friendly orangaroso slept in the creature's ears and ate raw meat it was all fine until the man's ears started to grow as big as the orangarosos this is in quotes. You got bed, I got bed. You got mat, I got mat. The Orangaroso said cheerfully. But the man terrified ran back home and hid amongst his people. It was all in vain. The Orangaroso angered, laid siege to the village, and with him came other Orangaroso. The horrified, I guess this is the people, Utomos, that are, oh no, that are the ghosts of decapitated men and other vile spirits, they did not leave until the escape was given to them, torn apart and consumed. Fragments of Orangaroso bone made potent fighting medicine, fighting, made potent fighting medicine and are given to dogs. The Orangaroso is only one of a number of creatures with enormous ears used to sleep in. The Bina people refer to their Orangaroso as female and nocturnal. The Suguma seem to be synonymous with the Orangaroso. The Poo also has huge ears and skin covered with poo, which means knobs, not, <laughs> not <laughs> shit. You call the shit poo. It either has huge tusks or normal-sized teeth, and it otherwise looks like a normal man. People are living in this thing? Is that what I get out of this? Like, like in its ears? One guy was. <laughs> Just chilling? Is this it? That's the picture I got. <laughs> not that one. That's a tremor creature. Oh. 
Which like one? The picture I got's the first one. This one. Yeah. It doesn't even have ears. Bro, these are the ears. This? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I guess you could kind of like hang out. This is far fetched as fuck. Orangaruso. Bunked. Okay, the next one's called the. I don't like it. Arumia. Arumia is a gigantic jellyfish associated with the Papayan village of Mawata. See, I like talking about like aquatic creatures oh, because me too. everything is so believable when it comes to that shit. Because I have zero evidence of everything that exists. Like, there's no that. Like, it's it's just like yeah, okay, whatever yeah. Discovery Channel yeah, shows maybe. me. Yeah, like it's just everything to me in the ocean or water is plausible. It does not matter what the fuck it is. You can tell me that it's like it's there's something in the ocean that creates hurricanes. I'd be like, man, maybe, maybe it is. Yeah. <laughs> she lives on the reef of Teramuba Medea, offshore of the Gosavazovada Point. Nice. The Eusidi, or normal jellyfish, are her children, and they are abundant on that reef. She also, she is also the patron of all the fish. Her long, slimy, stingy tentacles can sting a man to death, and any swimmer who sees them dressing in their direction knows to flee for their lives. The tentacles can be seen floating around the mouth of the Binana River. As a patron, as as the patron, a, a, I don't fucking know, or spirit of Malbata, Yurmari is associated with the people of the village. The Yurmari people, she appears in dreams as a good omen and grants lucky things for fishing. Hmm. That's it. Just the fucking jellyfish that shows up and it's like, hey, you're going to do okay today on the lake. Don't get near the tentacles, though. It's going to kill you. I'd like to talk about more fucking aquatic animals, maybe. Well, maybe next year I can just do all sea creatures and lake monsters. I see Harv's gears turning over there, too. Yeah. Aquatic creatures are fucking freaky, dude. Only because of the believability that comes with them. You know, I mean, we've proved ourselves wrong. With, as you talked about earlier in the episode, a fucking giant squid. Yeah, we got a fucking champ pretty close to us. Right. A what? Champ. The monster in Lake Champlain. This is true. What are you talking about? It's a Loch Ness monster type creature in Lake Champlain. They call it Champ. Never heard of that? No. Where is Lake Champlain? Type it in. I want to see where it's at. Dunlap. Yeah. Dunlap Dookie. Vermont. Yeah, it's pretty fairly close. I mean, basically Loch Ness monster style, style looks. Yeah, that's the actual. And here's a too. here's a photo. Shampy, legendary lake monster, lives here. Over 300 sightings reported since 1819. Up to 200 feet long. New York State laws protects this regional icon. You're not allowed to kill it. Oh. Damn. Look how big that fucking lake is, though, dude. You can, you can see the fucking mountains on the other side. Yeah, that looks like a big-ass lake. It's a big lake. Have you ever go up to, you, you've been to Erie and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. I have been to Erie, yeah. It's kind of mind-blowing. It is. It's like an ocean. 
uh, me and Jen took our kayaks out on it one time, and I was like, yo, this is kind of freaking me out. Just like the giant body of water. That you're on. Yeah. Now, see, I don't know, man. Something real freaky about lake monsters and aquatic creatures that just... It, dude, it's fucked with me since Mario 64 on the third door at level where you go underwater and a huge fucking eel is under under the water whenever you're swimming down. Dude, like, dude, I would do everything I can to not make eye contact with this thing. It's just like, let me just swim over. Like, fuck that. I had to get my brother to go get the star that was down there so I can complete the fucking shit. I was like, I can't do it, man. When you're a kid and you watch Jaws and then you can't jump in the sw- swimming pool without Bro, getting the, freaked the fuck out. I'm freaked the fuck out every time I get in any water. Funniest fact, like when we was little, Nolan would come over swimming mm-hmm. and every like he'd jump off the diving board and every now and then when he jumped, I'd yell Jaws. So he said he would go in the water and his eyes would be shut and all we would picture is a fucking shark coming at him. He'd come up out of the water screaming. Dude, it's terrifying, man. Fuck it. That's what I'm telling you, dude. Fuck that. You feel so helpless. Like what the fuck did you do? Yeah. You're, everything's in slow motion, bro. You try to punch, it's in slow motion. Like you're, you're like, your your strength and stamina is cut in half. That, <laughs> dream, that dream fight. Yeah, a, it is a legit dream fight. These things are just rapid. I like, don't think I'm, I've ever had a DL. You ain't never had a dream fight, bro. I don't what? Think so. I don't oh, think man. so. You never threw that slow motion punch. You ain't never landing quicksand in a dream. I woke up swinging before. Yeah, but full force. I'm yeah. talking. Did you ever land in quicksand in a dream? Shit no. sucks. Dude, bro, honestly, I thought quicksand would be a way bigger problem in my life. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> and it really dude, is. As much as everyone talked about it, like, dude, I heard quicksand like 19 times growing up. Yeah, somebody in Hollywood in like the 80s heard about quicksand and everyone Ran was with like, it. yo, I'm putting this in my movie. For sure. Put this in the cartoon. Every cartoon. Indiana Jones. Every Indiana Jones movie had fucking quicksand. It's not even sand. It's like mud. Yeah, it's just like deep mud. Like, come on, man. Ooh. Call that band title. Band name. <laughs> D-Mud. It's like, give me with it. me with D-Mud. All right, we ready for this last one? Yeah, I am. I do take, like, this is in Africa. I do like talking. Harvey, you need another beer? Yeah. <laughs> we'll do a beer chug before this one. All right, let's do it. Um, I'll need a beer for that. Uh, yes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I need one. I need a beer. Zach, do you need a beer? I mean, you can bring it out. Here, folks. Thanks. Sorry, dude. This beer chug is to the month of October. It is beautiful. My favorite. Temperature's been good. Oh, yeah. It's still a little warm in the afternoons, though. Yeah, cool brisk mornings, though. Cheers. October. Africa. 1761. It's, it's early. Four British big game hunters went to Africa with dreams of getting of hunting down a trophy line. But for one of the men, it would be completely life-changing. The men went their separate ways on the morning of their hunt and didn't speak to one another for 14 hours. When they returned to their camp, all but one man had bagged a lion. The man without a lion looked deathly ill, and when asked why he looked sick by the other men, he was speechless. Once supper was finished, he looked much better and began to speak with the other hunters. 
laughing and joking around, mentioning their hunts and whatnot. Then when he was asked where his, his lion was, he stopped smiling and said, I didn't see lions. I don't know what I saw. I shot at it three times and it didn't even flinch. So I'm guessing it was like muskets. You had to fucking sit back and reload. Travis. Three shots is a lot. The man describes what he saw as a 20-foot tall creature with a 9-foot neck. The four men went to the location the next day when they were astonished. Hundreds of footprints in the mud next to a watering hole. They finally believed the man when they saw no less than 15 of these creatures. The men ran to camp, packed their things, and headed back home. They told everyone their tale. They told their tale to everyone who would listen. Nobody believed. Even more explorers went more explorers and hunters went back to Africa with no reports of seeing these creatures. But as time goes on, wait. But as time goes on, more and more people begin seeing sightings and reporting it and it goes on for centuries uh, goes on for centuries and the legend has been told the legend has also been told for centuries which makes this possibly one of the most most uh, witnessed the most recognizable cryptid even now this mythological creature is so popular, most local zoos put on fake enclosures with animatronic replicas of this urban legend. What is the name of this thing? Giraffe. Uh, <laughs> I was I was about to say, it's a giraffe. I was literally about to say, you're talking about a giraffe. I hate you. So everybody, you see, you know about it. Yeah, me too. They're real. You were supposed to take a, a photo that was going to be my profile picture on Facebook until further notice, but you failed to do I so. I did, big time. Did you hear about that? What? I challenged Zach. I told him. I said he was going to the zoo. Uh, a couple oh, months yeah, ago. I, I know. Well, I thought that did a lot bigger pop than I thought, than what actually happened. I already knew it was a giraffe. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I was going to say he, be, before you you said I thought you were going to say some name or some shit. I was going to be like, "It's a giraffe." <laughs> he knew, but I looked over at him one point and had a big smile on his face. My dog can't get me. <laughs> Conspiracy theory expert over here. Like it sounds like a giraffe. <laughs> I was real proud of that. I wrote that whole thing myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good job. <laughs> Lost my spot on my own writing. <laughs> I thought you. I figured you just like filled in an encounter with a giraffe. Yeah, a couple of details. Of giraffe. No, I wrote it. Zach was supposed to go to the the uh, for those that, that don't. Know. Everybody know. Do they know? Yes. Yeah. What, what were you supposed to do then? Stop. That's all the cryptids I have for today, including giraffes. Do you believe <laughs> in giraffes? Yeah, I absolutely do. I've seen them. Yeah, dude, they, they let, like... That shit's fake as hell. They let kids feed giraffes. Allegedly. That's how gentle giraffes Allegedly. Are. They're like big horses. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you believe in that more than Bigfoot? 
It see. doesn't. It sounds more outrageous. That's what I always say about Bigfoot. Like, yeah, okay, Bigfoot might exist. I could believe that because it sounds way less outrageous than a giraffe. Or <laughs> yeah. than if a, someone's telling me a giraffe story, I never seen one. A giant squid or a blue whale. Like yeah. those all sound way more outrageous. An alligator sounds outrageous to me. Yeah, there, there, there's so many crazy ass animals that would just seem insane if they, you didn't know they were real. Damn, yeah, I was really proud of that. I was writing it and I was like, "Yo, this is gold." <laughs> <laughs> What's the I name? I tried to make it so inconspicuous, inconspicuous. Mm. I honestly, I almost didn't know that it was a joke. I thought it was a real encounter about something, and I was like, "This sounds like a giraffe." <laughs> Should I have made it less than 15? But I made it 15 like on purpose. Like there's a lot of like that's a big ass giraffe. No, 15 different sightings. No, 15 giraffes all at once. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Oh yeah, didn't really think about that. Nah, me neither. Just sounded like a. Usually you see like what like five hanging out. Zach don't know because they don't exist in his book. Giraffe is like one of the craziest animals out there, especially like with the sure. pa- with the pattern on them too. On top of being like ridiculous looking, yeah. You know, That's one phony. of my one of my favorite memes is like the hot tea. Like you, t- you drink a sip of hot tea, and by the time it hits the giraffe stomach, it's cold. That's how long the neck is. I just always like think about like, have you ever seen giraffes fight? Slapping each other's Don't, necks. I've seen reenactments. Like, <laughs> CGI. <laughs> CGI <like>. reenactments and <laughs> giraffe fights. Doug, they bash each other with their, like, heads. They just swing them like they're fucking weapons. Whips. Yeah, yeah. Whip That's all I got. Other. I mean, what the fuck? You can't whip your hind legs up and but kick somebody. But I remember somebody. watching it was on Tosh.0, like, 10 years ago. He was like, stop. You're going to get sore throats. <laughs> Did you guys see the new Dave Chappelle yet? No, not yet. I yes. want to. I have to. Fantastic. It's great. I can't believe people are mad about 9. it. 9.7 out of 10 in my book for stand-up. I can't believe people are mad about it. It I'm wasn't a, even offensive. I'm a huge stand-up guy. A huge stand-up guy. And that's a 9.7. You're a real stand-up guy. Thanks. Struggle. This is one of those times. <laughs> I'm sitting down right now. This is one of those times. I mean, I like you and everything. But you need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to use that so bad today, and I just couldn't find it. I couldn't find the time. That's it. You that's, need that on the soundboard. It's going there, yeah. I need to get the soundboard working again, man. You, you need to shut the fuck up. You need to just... <laughs> now's one of those times where you need to shut the fuck up. Daddy, chill. Um... One week left. And I mean, one week, October. man. I can't believe Went it. Went by so fast. Dude, I know. I look forward to this every year, mainly because I get to hang out with my bros every Wednesday, favorite people to fucking chill with every fucking Wednesday, every day, really. And we got the we got the uh, a Halloween movie night coming up, which we're going to talk about a little bit next week, which you guys will check out. Um, this is the last week for you to get for you guys to get the ominous October merch that we have available. Well, they can get it next week, but it'll be off the website come November first. Yeah. Get to it, man. I'm telling you, they're they're fucking awesome. awesome I mean, we'll quality. have new designs next year, but this year's design is going to be gone. Gone, and we'd sign it if we saw you in it. I um, I love the gear, man. I I person, I love this hoodie. It's like my my new favorite hoodie, and I never thought. I was like, man, this is all right. I like this. Um, 
looking forward to you guys maybe doing some comments on some of our streaming services. That'd be cool. We can shout you out on the episode, next episode. Ominous October is going to be done before you know it. Tune in while you can. Buy your merch while you can. And we're going to have new stuff coming out November 1st as well. Hopefully we get some hats out there for you guys that have been asking for hats. Visit our sponsors, grab some shit. And uh, next week, we don't know what Harv's going to bring to the table, but I'm sure his brain is fucking storming. Yeah, my brain's all over the place, mispronouncing words, flopping words around. Dude, I'm telling you, you did real well in comparison. Yeah, but I flopped a bunch of words around. I mean, that's okay. We get it. Where's your garbage can? (laughs) (laughs) Might be the name of the episode. Where's your garbage can? Where's your garbage can? Well, we'd like to thank you guys for tuning in to episode 179 of the Most Too Sober Podcast. I'm Travis Neal, Zach Uhas, Josh Harvey, and we will see you soon.